You know, sometimes I look through these headlines and I see myself doing this and I just wonder, what's the point, you know? I mean, it's just like the news changes every day and it just goes crazy and I, I don't know, computer. What do you think about me doing the BitMart Daily Crypto Watch? You're doing fine. Everyone appreciates you curating the news. It is wonderful. Never stop. Okay, well, if you say so. New York State has passed a moratorium on proof-of-work mining for at least two years. Japan regulates stablecoins to only be issued by banking institutions. And many crypto industry representatives say that crypto is in its early dot-com days in terms of projects that will stick around. Hey everybody, it's Nathan here from BitMart. I'm here with your June 3rd episode of the BitMart Daily Crypto Watch here for 2022. We've got some interesting headlines, so why don't we just dig right in. The New York State Senate passed a bill targeting proof-of-work mining early Friday morning in an effort to address some of the environmental concerns about cryptocurrencies. The bill, which was passed by the State Assembly last month, would impose a two-year moratorium on new proof-of-work mining projects powered by carbon-based fuel in the Empire State, although existing mining firms or ones currently undergoing the permit renewal process would be allowed to continue operations. The Senate voted 36 to 27 in favor of the bill. According to the bill's Democratic sponsor, State Senator Kevin Parker of Brooklyn, there is only one such plant in current operation that wouldn't be affected by the bill. He added that there is one pending application that may be put on hold until the study has concluded. During the moratorium, the state will conduct a study on the potential environmental impacts of proof-of-work mining. Many had expected the bill to die in committee, the fate met by last year's version of the bill, after the Senate Environmental Conservation Committee declined to consider the bill during its last meeting of the session. The committee's chairman, Senator... Todd Kaminsky, a Democrat from Long Island, told Coindesk in May that he was worried the bill would lead to deleterious economic consequences for New York if the people perceive it as being hostile to crypto. However, an 11th hour referral of the bill from the Environmental Conservation Committee to the Senate Energy and Telecommunications Committee, where Parker is the chairman, on Thursday evening meant that the bill was able to reach the full Senate floor for a vote mere hours before the close of the legislative session at midnight. Democratic Governor Kathy Hochul still needs to sign the bill before it can become law. New York has long been seen as a place for crypto mining firms to set up because of the state's cheap hydroelectric energy sources. In more recent years, mining firms have also repurposed defunct coal power generation facilities. Greenbridge Generation, for example, refurbished one such facility to operate using natural gas. The crypto industry rallied against the bill after its assembly counterpart was introduced last May, with many industry advocates calling the proposal a ban on mining outright. John Olson, a lobbyist with the Bitcoin Association, told Coindesk last month that he feared the moratorium could be extended or turned into a ban over the course of the next two years, which could drive away companies seeking to set up shop near New York's cheap energy sources. Mining companies based in New York have threatened to leave the state if the moratorium is passed, pointing to comparative ease of doing business in more mining-friendly states like Texas. Clark Vaquero, the acting president and chief strategy officer at industry trade organization BASIC, told Coindesk the passage of the bill is a grim day for blockchain technology, effectively shutting the door on a nascent industry. Separately, the Senate passed a bill early Friday that would create a cryptocurrency and blockchain study Task force. Japan is moving forward with legislation regarding the issuance of stable coins, i.e. digital assets with their value pegged to fiat currencies or stable, stabilized by an algorithm. 
On June 3rd, Japan's parliament passed a bill to ban stablecoin issuance by non-banking institutions, local news agency Nikkei reported. The bill reportedly stipulates that the issuance of stablecoins is limited to licensed banks, registered money transfer agents, and trust companies in Japan. The new legislation also introduces a registration system for financial institutions to issue such digital assets and provides measures against money laundering. According to the report, the bill aims to protect investors and the financial system from risks associated with the rapid adoption of stablecoins, which saw its market surging up to 20 trillion yen, or more than $150 billion. The new legal framework will reportedly take effect in 2023, with Japan's Financial Services Agency planning to introduce regulations for stablecoin issuers in the coming months. Japan's stablecoin bill comes in the aftermath of a massive decline on cryptocurrency markets fueled by the Terra token's collapse, with the algorithm that algorithmic stablecoin Terra USD losing its one-to-one -one value to the US dollar in early May. The stablecoin market terminal has not been exclusive to the Terra blockchain though, as the algorithmic stablecoins such as Day also subsequently lost its dollar peg, plummeting to as low as 40 cents in late May. Several cryptocurrency industry players have recently expressed that thousands of digital tokens are likely to collapse, while the number of blockchains in existence will also fall over the coming years. Currently, there are more than 19,000 cryptocurrencies in existence and dozens of blockchain platforms that exist. The recent collapse of so-called algorithmic stablecoin TerraUSD and its associated digital token Luna, which sent shockwaves through the market, has thrust a spotlight on the thousands of cryptocurrencies in existence and whether they will all survive. Quote, one of the effects that we've seen last week with the Terra issue is that we're at the stage where basically there are far too many blockchains out there, too many tokens, and that's confusing users. It's also bringing some risks to the users, said Bertrand Perez, CEO of the Web3 Foundation, as he told CNBC at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland last week. Quote, like at the beginning of the internet, we were having lots of dot-com companies and lots of them were scams. They were not bringing any value at all and they got cleared out. Now, we have very useful and legitimate companies. Brad Garlinghouse, CEO of cross-border blockchain payments company Ripple, said that there's likely to be scores of cryptocurrencies that remain in the future. Quote, I think there's a question about whether or not we need 19,000 new currencies today. In the fiat world, there's maybe 180 currencies, Garlinghouse said. Guggenheim Chief Investment Officer Scott Minerd added further pessimism last week when he said that most crypto is junk, but that Bitcoin and Ethereum would survive. The comments from the industry come as the cryptocurrency market continues to feel pressure. Bitcoin is off more than 50% from its record high hit in November, with many other digital tokens falling sharply from their all-time highs. Many different blockchain platforms from Ethereum to Solana are vying for a leadership position in the industry, but Brett Harrison, CEO of cryptocurrency exchange FTX, said that the hundreds currently in existence will not all survive. Quote, when you think about the blockchains, there probably won't be hundreds of different blockchains in 10 years. I think there'll be a couple of clear winners for different kinds of applications, Harrison said. And we'll see will the market, you know, it'll sort that out over time. If you love the Daily Crypto Watch, definitely check out NFT 101 with my colleague Matt Ryan for everything NFT related available wherever you get your audio content from Apple Podcasts to Spotify to Stitcher to every podcatcher. We've tried to make it available everywhere. It is a non-fungible experience that your ears will never forget. It also pairs perfectly with the release of BitMart's NFT Marketplace on June 6th, and current BitMart users can sign up for an exclusive NFT airdrop using the link below in the show notes. Don't have a crypto account and want to trade the headlines? Use our link below for to sign up for a BitMart account today and start your journey 
now. You can also use the code BSMART when you register at bitmart.com to let us know that you're a listener and that you're ready to trade. Your daily dose of crypto news is also available on Twitter, Facebook, and Telegram as a graphic. Remember to follow, like, and subscribe to all of our social media for the latest updates on everything BitMart. I've been Nathan, you've been wonderful, and I hope that these headlines have enabled you to make better decisions in crypto.